This episode of We Turned Out Okay is brought to you by the Ninja Parenting Community. Are you raising little kids and feeling overwhelmed? Could you use some accountability and extra support? Come join us inside our membership community and get access to training courses like the one I just finished up called Sanity with Kids. Live member-only calls, direct feedback on how to get through your toughest challenges, and the support of a community where we're all working to do the same thing, worry less and enjoy more while raising our kids. Click the link here in the show notes or go to weturnedoutok.com and click the parenting community login to get all the details. We turned out okay. The modern parent's guide to old school parenting. I want to hang upside down from the swing set. Welcome to We Turned Out Okay with host Karen Locke Cole. I want to climb to the top of that tree. And now, here's your host, Karen Locke Cole. And welcome to this bonus episode of We Turned Out Okay. I uh, really had thought that I had said all I was going to say or really could say about, um, you know, the holidays, getting ready for them, kind of enjoying them with your kids and not stressing about them quite as much. And then a few times over these last few weeks since Thanksgiving, I've really realized that that's just not true, that there's a lot that um, we're all pretty stressed about. And so today I wanted to get in here and address two of those things. Uh, um, <clears throat> they're big things. So hopefully they'll help you in like a, in a, with a large part of the holiday stresses that that you're experiencing. Um, the first one has to do with the coaching call that I uh, recorded with our Ninja Parenting community member, Sabrina. That was episode 123. It aired uh, last week as I'm recording in real time. Uh, it was on December the 8th, and I will link to it in the show notes. Um, Sabrina, by the way, is a as a member of the community, as a founding member, she gets quarterly calls. Um, and the Ninja Parenting community is set up so that if you're an annual member, you also get quarterly calls. And if you are a monthly member, you get in beta anyway, while we're still in beta, if you sign up as a monthly member, then you get one one-to-one parent coaching call with me. And um, that's how Sabrina got in there. And we talked a lot about like, I, you know, Sabrina's fears and worries um, are, are mine. They are yours. I mean, you know, we all have these kind of concerns about gift giving and our kids and like, we want to give them everything, don't we? I mean, don't you, you want to give them everything, but we can't give them everything. And I think in a, in a reasonable world, we, we can't give them everything because it won't, work like they'll still want more it's human nature to you've you've got everything but yet you still want more and um i listening back to my conversation with sabrina uh where i i you know i got to help her with this i mean she she you know has since gotten in touch to tell me that she's she's made some changes that are are really fundamentally helping them have a better holiday season and um i kept as I was listening back, I kept stopping to kind of write down and take notes on, on the the concerns that I was hearing um, from her, and I started to think like, okay, well, what else could I say here? Because I mean, we it was a, it was a really good call, and I think it was very helpful. But um, the reason I want to record those calls and share them with you is because 
Um, they're very helpful for that specific person. And that is fantastic. Um, it's really wonderful to be on the receiving end of coaching where it's in where it's very, very valuable to you. But um, because one person's concerns are shared by so many of us, I, that's, that's really the deal. I think they're so helpful because we can all learn from them. And um, so as, as I said, as I was listening, I'm taking notes about like the concerns that Sabrina has about things like, um, you know, at one point she, she says to me, Santa, the, the girls, her daughters say to her, well, Santa doesn't have to pay for the gifts. So we should be able to have everything we want. And I mean, that's paraphrasing, but that's basically the quote. And, and I mean, I, my own kids have said that to me because um, we do have Santa here, but it doesn't just have to be about Santa, right? It, it can be Hanukkah. It can be birthdays. It can be any kind of celebration where um, there's gift giving involved. Um, kids, kids, you know, haven't learned yet to sort of uh, suppress that natural, like, but I want it all kind of thing um, that is that is human nature. And so I decided to put together a quick little guide. Um, I mean, I guess it's quick in one sense. It's quick in the sense that it's it's a three it's an easy three page read for you. It's called the three principles of kids and gifts. But in another sense, <clears throat> it's um it's the benefit of years of my working with kids, learning about kids, and um you know so it, it it's it was uh it was quick to make in this moment, and it will be quick for you to read, and you'll be able to get some really great takeaways from it. But it, it's the benefit of years of experience. And so what I really want you to do is take from my experience and bring that into your own life and, um, and stress less and enjoy this time more with your kids. Because that's the trick is like the holiday time is so fraught already. And, um, you know, I, I want to make that easier for you. So I did come up with these three principles of gifts and kids and it is, I'm going to link to this in the show notes, but um, the link is weturnedoutokay.com slash kids and gifts. And um, as I said, I'll link to it in the show notes. You can also go to weturnedoutokay.com, just the homepage. I'll have a link to this guide that you can download. Um, it is free. Please just just take it, print it out. Um, I, I really, really hope it helps you enjoy this season a little bit more and worry a little bit less about, you know, this kind of aspect of like kids and gifts because, because it can be really stressful. So um, these three principles will help you cut through your own overwhelm. Um, They'll help your kids enjoy either this season or the birthday season or, you know, whatever, whatever time of year you, um, you are in right now, this will help you think differently about gifts and kids and giving and receiving and, um, you know, so I really, really hope it helps. That is the first little topic that I wanted to address. Because um, I feel like, you know, this way, at least you'll you'll have one less thing to worry about. And my goal here is to actually give you two less things to worry about. Um, this past Tuesday in real time was episode, oh, let me look at my little, my little uh, calendar here. It was episode 124. Uh, and it aired this past Tuesday, as I said. And it was about um, family visits and travel. It was kind of taking, uh, giving you some real tools to 
enjoy your holidays, you know, your family time. And um, I really was looking at it from the perspective of like, we've got, you know, at a family dinner, the we there's always going to be kind of peanut gallery, like stressful comments, uh, things like, um, like I have, I have an auntie who was appalled at the idea of giving one of the, one of our boys avocado, like at all, but you know, at a, at a holiday table, like, what are you kidding me? And, um, and I, you know, I sort of felt like, what's it to you <laughs> when I give my child, um, to eat. And anyway, so the, uh, the Tuesday episode addresses things like airplane travel with little kids and, um, it, you know, strange situations for them if they're sleeping in grandma's den or they're at a crowded dining table and everybody's there for hours, you know, that's that can be really hard on not just the, the two-year-old, but the parents of the two-year-old. And so that's what that episode was all about. And I wanted to extend on it because of something I read in the paper today. Um, I am probably going to read you, I will do it right now. I've got it up here on my, um, my little device. It, the, a part of an article uh, in the newspaper today that I just couldn't let go. It, this article is all about like, people are incredibly worried, not just about the, the stress, you know, uh, triggers that I spoke about on Tuesday, just the regular family stuff. But a lot of people are really stressed out because this election um, has divided families. And people are incredibly worried about what's it going to be like at at this uh, gathering, uh, where I know, you know, there are some relatives who disagree on this thing or that thing. And there are some friends, you know, even who disagree on different aspects of, of the, you know, the what, what's going on in the political world right now. And uh, I I just was blown away by this, like, I was very surprised, I guess I should say, by what I read today about this. Um, The article reads, but some non-Trump voters are not yet in a place where they can joke. That includes this gentleman who I won't name him because I feel like this can be you or me or anyone. And I don't want to like, I don't know, put it all on this one guy. Anyway, that includes this gentleman and his family. This year, they will not go to his wife's great aunt's Christmas gathering, in large part for fear of an argument breaking out in front of their six-year-old daughter. Quote, she doesn't understand why people like this person, said this man, referring to Trump. And to explain to her that people in her own family like this person, it would be a lot for her to process. And I, I felt so strongly about that idea that that parents would make the decision to stay away from from a like a treasured holiday gathering because of the possibility the fear that there would be fights or arguments breaking out and i just i got in here today to ask you to not do that like to go to the holiday gatherings um First of all, and I, I want you to know here that this is not just the benefit of my master's degree or my um, having lived through many stressful or potentially stressful family gatherings, um, or even my years of experience with children. This, the, what I'm about to share, is actually uh, something that it I have learned through the last few years of psychotherapy. Because when you have a chronic illness like mine, when you can't use your hands like at all, when when you have uh, 5% use of your thumb tendons over a period of many months and years, um, you need psychotherapy. <laughs> but what I find is that um, 
lots of people need psychotherapy. You don't have to be in the in in like the dire situation that I was in. I mean, just the depression that came from that for me was really was really important. And I still count my uh, therapist as like one of the reasons that I'm alive, that I'm uh, happy, that I'm talking to you today. And um, anyway, his he has taught me that. Um, there may not even be any arguments. Like my my thing is I would worry and obsess about um, what might happen to the point where I, I, I'm, I wouldn't even go. You know what I mean? I would just say, oh, forget it. It's just too too much to think about. And so set that aside. Like there may not even be any arguments. I mean, maybe uh, your wife's mother-in-law's grandmother's uh, cousin's roommate, maybe their holiday party is... Um, a place where everybody feels like, you know, we're, we're going to be safe this year there. We're going to be able to just kick back and enjoy um, time with people and, and, and we'll avoid uh, the contentious arguments. Um, and I feel like it can take just one person to go in there with that attitude to make it happen. You know what I mean? So there may not even be any arguments. Um, and I also want to say that I, I say this often on this show that like, I am not standing across from you with my finger in your face, telling you do this thing that I want you to do, right? I'm I'm sitting next to you, I've got my hand on your shoulder, um, or I'm giving you a hug, something like that. I'm trying to um, not lecture you, but instead to help you understand that like, um, the the I'm hoping to help support you, I guess. And um, in doing that, I would say that a lot of the time, this is what my therapist has helped me to understand, a lot of the time, my worries, like, don't come true. They don't happen. And um, the idea of holiday gatherings where um, there would be arguments that my sick, that would affect my six-year-old, um, I, I just... I. I would encourage you to to think past that, to, to set that aside, because we worry much more. It's much harder in the in the before, you know, uh, in the when this thing is still in the future, it's much harder to set aside those worries. But if we can do it and we can go and we can enjoy ourselves, then that's that's a really, really good thing. Um, I, I guess also. I think the idea of sheltering a kid from. I mean, you know, there's chances are really, really good that there's not going to be like fist fights or swearing or something like that. Um, I mean, there are sometimes, right? But little kids, um, we don't have to. We don't have to tell them, you know, all your relatives like this person that that we hate. Like, you, we don't have to go in there saying. Um, okay, honey, you can be prepared for this because everybody, you know, you're this, you're, you're naming people, right? You're like this aunt and this cousin and this, um, person, this, this relative or friend, they're all Trump voters. So, you know, you don't, you don't want to arm your six-year-old with that kind of information. Like those are things that we need to keep for ourselves as adults and we need to, to handle them in an adult fashion. And we just need to let the kids, you know, be kids. The kids can have, uh, their treats they can they can open gifts they can play with their cousins or friends they you know they can uh they can have kid-like experiences that that do not they don't need to be privy to all of the um the arguing that might be or might not most likely is not going on at an adult level 
Um, and I, but I think that it gets into more than that. Like, this is where I really want to say, like, I don't have my finger in your face here. If you don't want to go to these gatherings, you know, I will totally support you and respect you about that. I just hope that you're not going for, if you choose not to go, that you don't go for the right reasons. And I believe that one of the wrong reasons is to shelter your child from potential arguments. Um, because, and here's another reason, um, because we have got to learn to get along together as a society. We are so screwed if we don't. And in that respect, it doesn't matter um, who you voted for or who your your uncle voted for or whatever. Um, we still have to get along. I mean, we still have huge problems in this country that need to be solved. And entrenching and digging in and saying, you know, not only do I think that you voted in a terrible way, but I think you're a terrible person. Um, I mean, that is that is not going to help. It's just not going to help. I mean, it's really, we have to be pragmatic. Um, but it's more than pragmatism, I think, because we have to, for, for you know, all of humanity, uh, people have disagreed. And things go much, much better when people can respectfully disagree. Like when, um, and I think that starts with us. I mean, everybody, like, there's this idea that you should be the change that you want to see in the world. Well, if I want to see the world be a respectful place where people can say, you know what, I don't agree with your idea, but I love you as a person still. I support you as a person. And um, I know that we are in this together. Then that's going to go a a much longer way um, towards solving, you know, some of these problems that we that we do have, whether it's in our own lives, or whether it's in, you know, in a a broader sense. And um, if we're going to raise children who understand respectful disagreement, they have to see us respecting, uh, respectfully disagreeing. And that that means not smiling at someone and shaking their hand and saying, um, you know, of course, I agree 100% or something like that, and then going and trashing them behind their back, whether it's publicly or privately. Um, you know, you can think to yourself, well, I think this person is 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 in the wrong, as long as you're also thinking, but they're still a person. You know what I mean? Um, and, and so we have to model that for our kids. You know, teaching them the idea that we all have different opinions and that we work together despite them um, is really key. And I think a lot of us in today's society have, we we basically are able to surround ourselves only with people who agree with us, right? I mean, um, and in that way, I think we've been really fortunate as homeschoolers because the homeschooling community is a really small community. It's just not that big. And um, if we are going to have friends in our lives, then we are being friends with people who fundamentally disagree with us on incredibly deep and strong issues. And, um, and yet, we're all we have. And um, it's taught me, it's taught my kids that we, we can and do every day respectfully disagree. Um, and you know what, it doesn't come up that often. I mean, like, that's the thing that I've noticed is it, it just doesn't impact our daily lives. When we're at the park with someone and our kids are giggling together or throwing a football or skateboarding or, um, I don't know, playing hopscotch or cards or 
all those things. And we're sitting together talking. Um, we're talking about like the things that matter to to all of us. And um, and it's gotten to the point after, you know, a long time where, where we've grown to like and trust each other where we can we can be a little bit vulnerable. We can say, well, you know what? I'm uh, I'm afraid about this without with you know knowing that we're going to get understanding and sympathy from the other person. And that if if somebody oversteps, then we can say to them, "Listen, you know what? I I I feel like we're getting into an area where um we need to move away from because you know, you're a friend of mine and I care about you and I I don't want to get into an argument." And I mean, that's what we need to be modeling. It's okay to disagree. It's not okay to trash somebody. And um, so I, I think one way to do this is, I mean, I, I, I sort of feel you rolling your eyes at me. <laughs> it is stressful. I totally understand. I'm right there with you. I mean, stepping into these situations is something that I'm very familiar with. And, and I, I, I empathize with you. And that's actually, you know, that's what I'm asking you to do is to step into the shoes of your disagreeing relatives and ask yourself, like, why might they feel that way? Um, What fears do they have that they go to bed with every night that cause them to vote in such an opposite way from you? And I, I think, you know, if their views are truly at their core, fundamentally different from yours, if they uh, hate women, you know what I mean? If they're racist, if um, if they're paleo and you're vegetarian um, or vice versa, like if you can't, if you feel like you cannot get past that about this person, um, I I I think that that's a tough situation, but we can still treat them with respect, right? Um, we're just going to avoid speaking with them. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would advise. If there's someone who is it just hell bent on ruining your Christmas? I mean, you can still avoid that person. You can say, you know, oh, thanks for your insight. And then you can walk away. Um, and you do not have to engage uh, because that's what that person maybe wants you to do. You know what I mean? But but more likely, it's not that cut and dried. More likely, um, people don't live with this one, like, I'm going to, I'm going to, just show the world what a horrible person I am for for whatever, you know, I'm going to trash every, uh, everybody who loves um, dark chocolate, while I'm a milk chocolate lover, you know, I'm going to just trash them all because they're evil beings and stuff like that. Most people just don't live like that. Um, More likely, they go to bed with the same worries and fears for their kids and our world as you do. And they see they see a different path to fixing it. and if you feel like that's the case, then that makes you, in my experience, that makes you a little less far apart on whatever spectrum you're considering, whether it's political, religious, organic versus not organic in terms of food, um, you know, dairy versus soy milk, whatever. There's a, there's a lot of potential triggers. Um, but we're when we can set those aside, we're a lot closer on a lot of things than, than we maybe think. And um Either way, whether the the person that you have in mind that you're putting yourself in their shoes, whether they're evil incarnate, you know, um, or whether they just have a different idea of how to solve our problems than you do, which again, that's the most likely one. Um, just for practicality's sake, we need to be able to work together because we're not going to solve these problems without that. And, you know, that's a lot to take into a holiday party maybe, um, but I, I still hope that you go... Um, because 
I think, I, you know, I, I just hope and encourage you to go. Um, if something bad does happen, and that's a big if, um, it, just looking at this from the idea of sheltering children, which, you know, is kind of why I, this person basically said, oh, I, I don't want to bring my children into this environment. Um, I think if something bad happens, um, it's even a big if, if the child will understand what's going on, depending on their age, like kids. And again, I, you know, I know this from years of, um, you know, family parties from, uh, my boys are 16 and 12. So we've seen a lot of potential things that could go badly, I guess I would say. And, uh, I can remember one, uh, one holiday dinner. And again, I'm not going to, I'm not, identifying anyone in this, but there, there uh, was a visiting relative who um, had very, very different views from everybody else sitting at the table. And we're all at the same table, by the way. I mean, the kids are probably, I don't know, six and 10, something like that. And um, at one end of the table, there are people practically coming to blows. I mean, very, very angry at each other and um, facing off across the table. And I mean, first of all, it bothered my children, not one whit. They, they, um, they didn't pay attention to that. I mean, they were very focused on like, on the food and the, and the, the fun. I mean, there, there were lots of people who were not in an argument sitting at this table. And so they focused on that. And then I got, now I'm not saying that you should do this. I don't advise this unless you want to, but, but what I did was I went to this person or, I mean, I was actually sitting right next to this person. So I turned to him and I said, you know what? I, I really, um, want to understand why you, why you think this way. Like I, I didn't, I mean, I tried to say it in a, um, I didn't want to, I wanted this person to know that I was not bringing them into a, like some kind of a verbal trap. You know what I mean? I wasn't going to then say like, well, how the hell can you possibly believe? You know what I mean? Instead, what I wanted to do was I wanted to communicate to this person that I'm trying to understand. I have always viewed the world in this other way. And I'm trying to understand your view of the world. And we ended up getting into a discussion that, you know what, the, the person who was opposed to him, I don't think was ever going to come around to this person's viewpoint. And, and I, you know, I didn't come around to this person's viewpoint either in the sense of I didn't leave this party going, oh, wow, I totally understand it all now. But what I did come away with was the sense that um, this person believed the way that they believed because um, for really good reasons, you know what I mean? There were really good reasons at the basis of it. And once I felt that I could understand that, I could then view this person as like a, a good person. And I still do. I mean, I, I really still do. And um, because I did that, apparently, I got the reputation of being a sort of peacemaker at um, at these family gatherings. And um, I mean, all I did was ask a question, you know what I mean? But if that's going to bring peace, great. That's That's what I hope for. So if you feel comfortable doing that, definitely do it. I mean, try asking a question that isn't that again, that is a non-sarcastic, um, real honest search for understanding. And um, you may find that that holiday party goes better. I mean, because because um, people really respond to that when when you are trying to understand their perspective. And, uh, and again, I'm not saying that you that I don't want you to do that unless it's something that you feel you 
want to do. You know what I mean? Uh, All I want to do is make it so that you don't avoid the holiday parties that mean so much to your kids. I mean, um, there's going to be strife, whether it's in a, in a, in a, contentious election year or in some other year, there's going to be strife because everybody has different opinions. Um, and opinions change as you get older too. So like, uh, you know, you may hear that a, a relative of yours felt just the way that you do when they were 25 or 30 or 35. And now that they're 70, they they feel the complete opposite. And, um, and that's okay. I mean, like, it's, it's just part of life, <laughs> you know? Um, so go to the parties and enjoy them. I mean, like, think about that, too. I, that was a huge conclusion of uh, Tuesday's episode is that there's a lot more to enjoy at at these things if you can set aside the, you know, the kind of contention. And I think that's really what I want to what I want to leave you with. Um, I, I really hope this has sounded very luxury and I, I just hope you don't take it that way. I, I want you to know that I I really understand what you're going through. Um, I want you to go and download this guide to uh, the three principles of gifts and kids um, so that you can feel better about gift giving and, you know, just the the crazy holiday, busy insanity that we that we often feel at this time of year. Um, but I also want you to go to the holiday parties. Don't stay home just to shelter your child. Um, and 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 just work hard to enjoy them and uh you know realize that in i bet in a lot of ways you may be closer than you think to the people on the opposite side of you um and even if even if all you do is go into the party thinking that way even if you never say a thing to anyone there about this like it, it can shift your whole perspective on um on a gathering like that. So, uh, you know, I guess trying to go into it with a positive attitude is something that I would recommend and, and know that, you know, kids, as long as we're modeling respectful disagreement, and as long as um, we're not giving our kids like the playbook on who voted for whom and why, and, you know, that person's a jerk and whatever, try to try to shelter our kids from, you know, trying to shelter our kids from that sort of adult stuff, I think is really, really important. Um, You know, and then, as they get older, they'll um, they'll still see you respectfully disagreeing, and as they come to understand the words that you're disagreeing over, um, they'll still get that sense of like you're a person I care about you, even though I'm disagreeing with you. And that's that's really we need that to solve the world's problems. Um, but I don't want to put that kind of pressure on you for a holiday party. You're not there to solve the world's problems. You're just there to have a good time and enjoy the time with your family and with your kids. So please take it in that spirit. Um, you know, that's it today. Uh, that's all we got time for. I, you know, what, what are we at here? We are at 29 minutes. (laughs) So I guess I, I did ramble a little bit, but, um, I really hope this bonus episode helps you. Uh, and I hope that you have wonderful, wonderful holidays and with less stress and more fun. All right. Have a great, uh, great day. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to We Turned Out Okay. I want a date to Australia. Find us on the web at WeTurnedOutOK.com, where you'll find show notes and more. 
cheese that's not yours. Nacho cheese. And remember, we only go around once. To be the best parents we can be, let's relax and enjoy the ride. I want to pee in the woods. Theater, 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 theater,